What's up, Riley? Uh, do you want to make a podcast? Yeah. Uh, I, I just don't have any ideas, though. What should we do? I have a suggestion here from Michael Clever. It's a show that is the John Cage's 433 podcast. I'm not doing the 433 <laughs> podcast again, Riley. Hit me with a real one or I walk. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. This is from this is from Art Sword Online, who says, When are we going to get a podcast for all the geeks and gamers out there? This is the title oh, of the podcast. Shit. When are we going to get a podcast for all the geeks and gamers out there? When shit. You know we- what? We learned last week because we. So last Thursday, we streamed the Game Awards. And you know what I really took away from that? What What you take away from that? No one's making content for the geeks and gamers. No one's. Be- now, see, but Andrew, there are no podcasts for the geeks and gamers out there because I think that, you know, geeks are. Geeks and gamers are an endangered species. Yeah, uh, there just really isn't enough that uh, truly is aimed at them these days. Um, mm-hmm. We haven't had a Marvel movie in an entire year, Riley. Can we take um, a second and really appreciate how nice that's been? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Infinity War really actually killed Marvel movies, and that's the best thing it could have done. I Yeah, it's incredible that... Uh, yeah, they were just like, we did the last one. Uh, and then they were like, we're going to maybe go back to it a little bit. But then they decided, you know what? They were right. Where should be done? And they were. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was catatonic. <laughs> I, I, actually, I actually like Marvel movies. It's my guilty pleasure. I loved Marvel movies. And then I saw Infinity War and I left the theater. and I was like, that sucked shit. And then I didn't see Endgame and now I'm free. See, I, I liked Infinity War and Endgame, but mm-hmm. I, I did walk out of them and I was like, oh, okay, I'm done. Um, i'm finished now that was the ending perfect we can move on with our lives good work team it says it right there it says end game end game (laughs) surely they would not release some more after the ending (laughs) so yeah uh so we're gonna we're gonna make this content for the geeks and gamers um i think that we you know maybe we talk about uh we could talk about uh man wouldn't it be cool if we did make this movie um, mm-hmm. We just name off different superheroes every week that we like, and, and uh, we people say can write Nathan in. And... Fillion should play them. Yeah, uh, he should play Booster Gold for the record. Um, you could find so many better people than Nathan Fillion. Channing ten... Tatum should be Booster Gold. That's your go-to. Okay, take a pause. Imagine, if you will, Channing Tatum in the future, working in a museum. Mm-hmm. He is kind okay. of shredded he is like bumbling and he's like god sure. i wish i was a superhero and then he steals a costume and goes back in time and everyone's like oh shit that guy looks like a superhero hey riley you know what i'm uh, i'm looking right next to me on my desk i'm looking mm-hmm. at my booster gold action figure and you know what i'm thinking 
That's Channing Tatum. Boy, this thing sure looks like a thumb. So you're right. Channing Tatum is the perfect go-to for this. It's better than Booster Gold. Riley, we're already arguing, which means that we've got a perfect podcast for all the geeks and gamers out there. They're going to love it. They're going to eat it up. So wait, so is the actual premise of this podcast is we talk about whether or not Nathan Fillion would be a good fit to play this character from pop culture? Because I'm not against that. 100%, because that sounds like every geek and gamer I know. Andrew, give me another suggestion. Oh boy, I had one. Okay, so Rain Clark tried to kill the last episode. They failed. This week, I think they gave us a good. <laughs> they failed. <laughs> uh, this week, I think that they gave us a good idea for a podcast, which is a podcast that just plays different notes for an hour, trying to find the brown noise. So it's just us trying to get lower and lower and lower and trying to make our audience shit their pants. It's kind of like a big game of Russian roulette. Yeah, I'm going to Google right here how many keys are on a piano. Well, here, I also want to hit you with this. What's the lowest noise you can go? Oh. I was about to answer you, and then my gut made a noise that was deeper than anything I could do with my voice. Um, Oh. Have any of you shit yourselves yet? <laughs> I'm about to. Um, actually, you know what? I was about to say, we just play these 88 notes for a while. Um, and that gives us a guaranteed 88 episodes. Mm-hmm. But we can probably rule out every note that's on a piano, right? Yeah, yeah, Because, yeah. like, someone would have been like, ah, shit, don't hit that one that's, like, three in from the left. <laughs> it would be um, the first thing they teach you in piano class. It's, it's like, like, yeah. Every piano would be sold with one missing key. And they'd be like, what's up with this one? Why can't I play E sharp on this this side? Listen, like, oh, that's the one that makes people shit themselves. We've cut the cord. We've removed that key. It's like how hotels hotels don't have a 13th floor. No piano has this C C key. They don't have E13. <laughs> Andrew, I have another uh, I have another suggestion for you here. What's up? This is a suggestion that says um from from my good friend Dreadwedge, the really awful horse, which is podcast which is just a feed of your voicemail inbox as it accumulates messages from concerned friends after you mysteriously disappear. So, <laughs> this is an arg. <laughs> this is yeah, this is an ARG. This is uh Ooh. Pause. Imagine that for a second. Finding a RSS feed that is like different voicemails, and then like all of a sudden it's people getting worried, and like then you could put puzzles in there too. You can have some little in there or whatever. Uh, hey Riley. Yeah, Andrew. How do you feel about graham crackers? I I like them, but I every time I eat one, I think about how it's funny how the guy who made them was like, I need to make the most unsexy food. Good, because uh, Quinn Welsh Wilson uh, wrote write, writes in, and they say uh, that we should do a podcast called A Cure for Horny. <laughs> a Cure for Horny. So this podcast is going to be uh, the least sexy experience on the planet. Okay. What's the least sexy thing you can think of? 
Oh, Besides boring. the graham cracker, because <laughs> I gotta say, Graham nailed it on that one. <laughs> graham did a great job. Till they added cinnamon. That's when those little fuckers got fancy. Yeah, that's when I was just like, ooh, the most I could un- get it up to this. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the most unsexy thing on the planet mm-hmm. might be the song "Smoke on the Water." Okay. <laughs> and it might be even more just the guitar track for Smoke on the Water. So so Smoke on the Water is like like a guy comes to the party with the guitar and you're just like, oh, hello. And then they play Smoke on the Water yeah. and it's just like gone entirely. They sit in the corner and they go, three, one, three, three, one, four, three, three, one, three, one, three. And then uh, we all kill them. <laughs> okay, so okay, so we this podcast should exist. This is the podcast for like, oh no, um, I'm in a hi. I'm the protagonist of a uh, very bad anime, um, mm-hmm. in which there are like eight different girls, and they all want my attention. You're, you're... Um, and I keep getting myself into weird situations where they randomly find themselves naked. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, what am I to do? We need to solve this. By playing smoke on the water, and you're this, like, ah, I'm safe. This is the podcast for that protagonist, where it's like, I know what to do here. I'm going to put on my headphones and listen to this podcast. Uh, in one ear, we're going to hear the guitar part from Smoke on the Water. <laughs> in the other ear, we're going to constantly get uh, get um, a feed, which is the last uh, e- the the last voicemail my grandmother left me. Um, those are both going to go together and it'll be like, ah, I'm left with nothing after that. I have but a shell of the human I once was. Perfect. There's no way that uh, we could even get into a strange, even deeper misunderstanding and mix up that would end up with both of us naked, but I would feel nothing. 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 It would be empty. We've saved Isekai manga till the end of time. Good work. Andrew, I have a suggestion for you, again from uh, Juniper at WordCurfing. A graveyard review podcast. Okay. A graveyard review podcast. What's the most important part of a graveyard to you? Oh. I think the most important... It's the groundskeeping, right? It's if the person who's in charge of making sure that it doesn't look bad is doing a good job of that. Okay. So, like, if you go to a graveyard and there's like weeds everywhere, you're just like, I'm out. This this looks spookier, but we can't do this. We can't do th- It looks spookier, but like, so disrespectful. Okay. What's what? What is a good graveyard to you? What's the most important uh, part of a graveyard to you? To me, it's the headstones. You got to get nice, creative looking headstones. Um, mm-hmm. You walk into a graveyard and it's just the ones that are just like embedded in the ground. And I'm like, that doesn't do it for me. We got to have big, tall things that look like they could be Halloween decorations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You need you need something that a teen can look at and be like, that right there is a haunted angel. Exactly. I need something that like a cool teen can sit on and smoke. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Before they get haunted, obviously. But like, yeah, you know, they will get steps. haunted and, and will die in seven days. But yeah, baby steps, you know, yeah, yeah. we got to We got to give them a place to sit. Mm-hmm. So I guess we are we we're taking this knowledge that you and I have now put together and we are really kind of breaking in and trying to, and judging graveyards based on this Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna google the best graveyard 
and I'm just gonna see what happens, what what information I get here. And I got a uh, different rankings for different graveyards in Chicago. And I'm gonna, I guess, send you some pictures. Have I entered into the disrespectful zone yet? I think that we're in the disrespectful zone. Um, I will say that I did Google oh. King of All Graveyards. Um, I, I Well, I Googled King of All Graveyards, and I got the Yu-Gi-Oh card Pump King. <laughs> um, and I don't want to go down the path in which you tell me literally anything about Yu-Gi-Oh. So mm-hmm. I need you to hit me with a different podcast idea instead. Today I was watching Yu-Gi-Oh. And I need you to hit co- me with another Wait, podcast Andrew, idea instead. Today I was watching Yu-Gi-Oh, and they did play a with card, and I knew what the card did before instead. the player in the show did. And I explained it to my wife. I need and she you said, to Riley, what's the matter with you? Another idea for a podcast. Woodworking podcast. This is from uh, at Demur Tundra 52, Nicholas at P5R. Woodworking podcast, but by people who are learning woodworking through high school textbooks. That That's, I mean, I feel like we could start. We, we know podcasts. I don't know woodworking. I assume you don't know woodworking. I mean, I know you sand things. I know you cut things. I know more about welding than I know about woodworking. That's a wild idea to me, but here we are. Uh, So, okay. So we could start this right now. Um, Episode one, we're just going to record right after we're done here. Mm -hmm. And we'll list off everything that we know about woodworking. Um, My grandfather's a carpenter, so I know uh, you can never have enough clamps. Mm-hmm. Um, saws are involved mm-hmm. and uh, wood glue is the coward's approach so those I know, are the three things I know I know that with a chisel you can pry up a little bit of the top layer of the wood that you have so it comes up in a little that little spiral and then mm. you can then have a leg for the table that goes under that and bolt it down put in the screw there and then lay that little spiral that you did back over the top use a vice grip to hold it down with a bit of wood glue and then you won't be able to see how they've got that joint in hmm i've seen that on tiktok okay so that's a deeper idea than i know about woodworking so okay so we're already teaching each other stuff we're already learning so what i want you to do next week we need to come back after reading chapter one of a woodworking textbook Mm -hmm. um and then from there, we'll just go. Now, we are in 2020, which means that we can't necessarily go out and find wood to work on. Um, I or, mean, like, go and buy tools and stuff. I guess we have to... Well, you can get tools delivered. I think that we need to approach this academically. <laughs> well, does we, one of us approach it academically and one of us gets tools delivered and just breaks shit? <laughs> I think that we're going to be... Um, we're going to be like car talk... If the hosts have never actually touched a car. <laughs> this is us learning academically the best approaches to woodworking without ever making a chair. Oh, that's good shit, though. <laughs> we're going to just we're, we're talking purely hypothetical. This is just the theory of woods. This is the theory of wood. We'll finish the show and someone will come up and be like, hey, can you sign this for us? And I'll be like, oh, shit, cool. What is this thing? And they'll be like, that's wood. And I'll be like, oh, is this wood? <laughs> is this what wood is? 
I've seen pictures, but I've never held it in my hands. This is wild shit. You can make a chair out of this? <laughs> Andrew, give me a different suggestion. Um, <laughs> uh, here, I got I got a podcast idea for you, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, Philo Hazard writes in, uh, it's at Philo Hazard, and they say, mobile suit gun. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> mobile suit gun. So, this is the Hitman games, right? That guy always rolls around in a suit and has a gun. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is. I think this is a podcast about three fourths of a giant robot. <laughs> Just the hands of the big robot. Yeah, uh, this is us. This is this is our weapons review podcast. We're just we're we're gonna talk about Gundam. Not about the robots. No, we're T- only going to talk take about the, the robots weapons. out. We're only talking about the weapons involved in Gundam. So, so I'm going to Google Gundam weapon. I'm just going to come at you right now and say, hey, a beam saber. What do you think about a beam saber? Overrated. Yeah, why so? What don't you like about it? Uh, laser swords are just kind of played out. Mm-hmm. This is different, though. This is a different little laser sword. It has like, the a fuck's whoosh. different. What's the difference between a laser sword and a beam saber, Riley? Oh, a lightsaber and a beam saber, I think, are drastically different. As you'll see right here in this image that I'm posting, this is a beam saber, Riley. And, and that's this, a lightsaber. And this that I'm posting here is a lightsaber. As you can see, These they are, the are completely same different. This is just a stick of light attached to a metal tube. The beam, ha- the beam on the beam saber has a has like a little bit more of a point. It has uh-huh. a brighter core and a lighter tip and a shorter handle. The lightsaber is more one solid color all the way throughout. It has that telltale glow that comes about an inch off of either side as a gradient fading to black, and it has a rounded tip and the 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 hilt is about two feet. Riley, I want you to know that as I record this podcast with you, um, there is a moment that happens about once an episode where I get this feeling in my stomach that I just go, oh no, I've activated them. (laughs) (laughs) This is that point where I go, oh no, I said something. um, I I said something as a really flippant one-off thing that I said with my mouth. Um, and Riley is digging in in a way that I truly cannot commit to. <laughs> this is whenever someone goes, should I watch Clone Wars? And I go, you should watch Rebels, bitch. And they go, uh, Oh, I don't what? actually like Star Wars. What? Um, Riley, give me another, uh, give me another, another suggestion. Uh, this is a suggestion from at Mama Yamcha on Twitter that says podcast for someone who hasn't seen an influential movie tells the plot based only on references of it to other media. Andrew, have you seen any Miyazaki films? Uh, yes, I have. I haven't seen any. So take your pick. I'm actually going to hit you with a different one um, because I haven't seen enough things that. So I haven't seen enough things that reference Miyazaki movies. Uh-huh. Um, here's what I am going to tell you about. <laughs> Uh-huh. I'm going to tell you about the movie Goodfellas, which I have not seen. Okay, so this but is what you I have who seen, haven't seen Goodfellas telling me who has seen Goodfellas twice about Goodfellas, and yes. I can't correct you. 
What I have seen are things that reference Goodfellas. So, um, for as long as I can remember, I've wanted to do a podcast about Goodfellas. Uh-huh. Uh, that's the opening lines of the movie. Yep. For as long as I can remember, I've wanted to make a podcast. God, that should be our tagline. Um, <laughs> so, Goodfellas, uh, they're actually, uh, get this, Riley, they're pretty bad fellas. They're pretty um, bad fellas, uh-huh. They are uh, criminals who are yep. doing crimes, Uh-huh. and um, they're pretty organized about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Community did an episode where they were making chicken fingers, so I'm gonna assume that Goodfellas has something to do with drugs. Um, they're okay, making yeah, and selling yeah. drugs, all right, or in a right. very organized fashion. Again, and, you keep saying the words "very organized." <laughs> and, yeah, uh, and eventually, one of them is like, "Oh shit, we might be bad fellas," and decides that he's gonna go to the real Goodfellas, which is the cops, as we all know. Um, and he says, I need you to, to not be mean to me. Mm-hmm. And in response, I'll let you be mean to all my friends. Okay. Okay. How's the movie end? The cops are mean to everyone and a lot of people die. That's that movie. <laughs> Andrew, give me another suggestion. Hell I yeah. I, I can't tell it. you one way or another. That's good, fellas, everyone. That's good, fellas, baby. Um, I was going to say Demoon Rules wrote in and said the search for the best free community newspaper. And I got to say that one was the Florence Recorder, the one that I used to deliver for a quarter each. Problem? Did you actually deliver your... So... You, hold on, hold on. Because I also had a paper route. And I'm... I... The level of which I realized nobody read the newspaper in middle school. So I would get all my papers and throw them in the dumpster at the church across the way (laughs) and collect a $20 paycheck every week for like four months. So here's the grift that our paper did, which was that we were a free. I'm trying to think. No, we weren't a free newspaper. Uh, what would happen is we would go and but but like we were in a free newspaper, but we didn't really care if people didn't pay was the mm-hmm. weird thing about us. So what we would do is that we would go and deliver to like every house in our chunk of the block. Right. Yeah. And then what was supposed to happen was that like every uh, like the first Sunday of the month, we were supposed to go out and knock door to door and say, hi, we deliver the paper. Um it's time for you to pay for it, which is like $2 per house. And then you're encouraged to give a tip for me, basically. Uh-huh. And the problem was that I was in high school at the time and going through the beginning of my ugly phase. Um, just that gross high school time. Uh, meanwhile, my little brother was in middle school, but like still cute. And my sister was in elementary school and still cute. Mm-hmm. And so we would all come back and they would come back with a lot of money because they would say, excuse me, sir, I'm delivering the newspaper and I need the money. And people would just give it to them because they're so cute and adorable. And I'm a gross teen who's like, yeah, you got to pay. And they just wouldn't tip me um, to the point that I did have. I did go around one time to a house and said, hey, uh, I need you to pay me for the, the, the paper now. 
And they looked at me and they said, oh, that's no, we get it for free. That's okay. Bye. And then they just closed the door in my face. Uh, and so I just crossed them off my list and never delivered to them again. Um, so I, I got a pretty bad, all in all, not a fan of uh, paper routes. <laughs> and that is the end of the search for the best newspaper. <laughs> so, search for the best free community newspaper. I started it off saying, of course, it's the Florence Recorder. Never mind. Yeah, but now, fuck the Florence Recorder. F- fuck the Flo- Fuck Florence. Uh, Andrew, soup tube. Come again? Soup tube. Like a, a tube for soup. This is the name of the podcast, soup tube. Like a hot, savory go-gurt. Take your pick. You tell me. We're making a podcast uh, okay. about soup tube. Thank you, Cheerio Buffet. So, I'm I'm looking through. They're saying that soup tube is a go-to bit in their local friend group about installing soup delivery tubes as public infrastructure. <laughs> this is our, you know, the meme that's like, "This is the future that liberals want." Yeah, yeah. Honestly, soup is a public infrastructure that gets delivered to your house. Absolutely, I'm down with it. This is our, like, long-term looking, like, unrealistic, progressive podcast. (laughs) We are looking to the future and manifesting (laughs) our wildest dreams. Mm -hmm. Me? I want a soup tube. You want a soup tube. You want to catapult soup into your gob at high speed. High octane soup delivery service. I, so there's two options for this. One is that we get like a big tube, um, that's like a uh, you know like the pneumatic tubes you can go to at the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you put in the your your uh, checks, you pop it in a thing, and it goes, and right. then it disappears. For this one, it's like you stick in a thermos, and then it gets slurped away, and then a new thermos gets dropped off, and it's full of pipe and hot soup. The mm-hmm. other option for this is a. Um, I'm going to go back to my Gogurt idea. Uh, it's like a water fountain, except uh, you just kind of bite down on the bit like it's a, a camelback backpack and you just slurp and uh, you get some minestrone coming your way. You bite down on the on the drinking fountain? No, 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 no. Like a like a you ever had one of those camelback backpacks? Yes. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I was imagining one of those people that put their mouth on the water fountain spout. No, God, no. Uh, this is you. you you bite down on the soup nipple, and uh, you're able to get uh, just pure chicken noodle right into your gob. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Andrew, I have a suggestion here from At Mossy Toes, the serial side I deep knew- dive. <laughs> I knew that if I said enough gross words, you'd immediately abandon this bit. What's your new bitch? <laughs> a serial style deep dive into what each co-host ate for breakfast. So, Andrew, I'm going to intensely interview you. And try to make a gotcha out of what you ate for breakfast. So, okay. Andrew, um, mm-hmm. tell me, what, what what kind of appliances do you have in your kitchen? Um, so, I have a, a toaster oven um, uh-huh. that, that I use. I actually, it's one of my newer things. I like it a lot. Um, 
Uh-huh. I have a blender. Uh-huh. Does that count as an appliance? I guess that's, that's an appliance. appliance. That's an appliance. Um, I have a little a little grow thing for uh for different herbs. Oh, a grow uh, right thing. now. What kind of herbs do you grow, Andrew? So right now, mostly cilantro, uh, but that's just because yeah. it grows so fast. Uh, mostly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's fine. I understand. Now you said your toaster oven earlier. Uh, yeah, and that also you... doesn't have weed in it, for the record. I oh, I know, I know. Is it? Have you been making toast recently? Uh, no, I I haven't. Um, yeah, what have you been I making? Did, in I it? did a little while ago because I used it for like a, a toasted sandwich, but not like just pure toast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What have you been making in that? Uh, today I reheated some pizza. Uh, yeah. It's the best way to reheat pizza. It's better than microwaving mm. it because it, yeah. it it actually gets like crispy. Of course. Um, uh, we actually made uh, some uh, some some chicken breast in it the other day because uh, uh-huh. our our our, uh-huh. our oven sets off the smoke alarm yeah. every time it gets over four or fifty degrees, uh, which gotcha. is super annoying. Um, so are it's you, just better to like cook in that. Cause are it you Im- implying that you had pizza for breakfast? If it happened at 1 p.m does it does it count is that your first meal of the day andrew <laughs> it might have been andrew did you have pizza for breakfast shit i got caught out hi ho hi ho hi ho